0: Well, using a 110-year-old camera, press photographer Jeff Dale has covered one of the most high-tech sports there is, the super yachts of the America's Cup. He set out on the Waitemata Harbour last year amongst his peers with much newer, flasher cameras. Now his photographs are on show in an exhibition called Light on the Water, hosted by the New Zealand Maritime Museum on the Auckland Viaduct. Some of them are also on our webpage for you, rnz.co.nz slash With Jeff Dale joins us now. Kia ora, Geoff.
1: G'day, Lynn, How are you?
0: Well, I'm really excited. I love old cameras. Tell me about yours.
1: Yes, so um, Graflex were the cameras that press photographers used right from 1900 through to about 65 uh, throughout the world. And they sort of, they changed through that time, but they were the camera to use. Big 4 by 5 inch camera. Uh, so you're shooting on on film, um, and that's the size of the negative that you got. Um, they were bulky, and but they were the they were the bee's knees, really. They um, everyone used them, and you may remember an image of the Jack Ruby shooting Lee Harvey Oswald uh, after Kennedy's assassination, and all the cameras in that picture. Everyone's got Graflex cameras, uh, so it was before the they decided they could actually get enough image off a 35 millimeter film camera so when i started in 70 you know we were already gone off these cameras and i had to go and find one in the back room and play with it but um yeah so i I decided after looking at some images of a guy called uh joshua paul shooting formula one racing cars uh that i'd like to try to do that with yachting so i did
0: what was it like when you when you started working with it?
1: Well, it was hard. I had to sort of gather pieces of equipment together. And then I had this opportunity in 2019, just down the road from where I live, they had the World uh, 49ers and NACRA uh, championships, yachting championships there with Pete and uh, Blair, both um, Competing and winning their first ever title in New Zealand, a world title, uh, so that was a really cool thing to go and trial out. But just convincing somebody that you were serious about trying to photograph yachting with these things was quite a trick. And um, I never got to go on their course. I was I was shuffled off to some women's course at the other end of Auckland Harbour, and um, but I still got a chance to sort of practice what I was what I was trying to do. So that I got ready to to offer some images to. The People at Team New Zealand, oh, not Team, well, Team New Zealand, and, and, and the, the people running the, the cup. Um, a guy called uh, Trouble, what's his name? Bruno Trouble was, you know, he looked at me in askance and thought, well, you're joking. And then he suddenly thought, well, actually, that might be quite interesting. So he, he said, come with me and handed me a, a media pass, which, you know, I could go on the front row.
0: how different, I mean what's the quality of the images that you get um, Jeff using the film compared to these you know, very sharp images of course those using digital cameras will get
1: exactly, so I've chosen a couple of different looks, one of them you can't do with any digital camera and that is double exposure Um, so in other words you leave the same piece of film in there and you uncover it again and shoot another frame on top of the one you've already shot Um, that's one thing but but also just using uh, an Aero Ektar lens off a Second World War reconnaissance aircraft with a very, very short depth of field. Um, I was able to tell people what I was seeing, just like your eye sees something and the the rest of it's all peripheral, out of focus. But I can do that with this particular lens and tell you a story that is very hard to do on a modern camera. Um, and then, you know, it, it just sort of, Telling my story, I suppose, um, of what I saw of the people enjoying the beautiful weather out on the gulf and people up uh, up masts and bosun's chairs and enjoying the, the racing from you know a decent vantage point and just stuff that perhaps you know the, the media guys weren't even bothering about you know that I'm telling a story like I have done all my life uh, but with a with a really neat piece of old kit.
0: And you've really got to think about it too, haven't you? Because you can't shoot off—I don't know—twenty frames per second with your, you know, with your sports um, focus on the yeah, camera. Yeah, the guy
1: beside me sounds. The guy me sounds like this, and I'm and I've got this old camera, and I sort of have one one shot, and I have to wait till I go, clonk, I have got it, and now I start changing the film, and the boat's gone, and I'm, um, you know, waiting for the next time round. So that one picture is it takes a bit more effort to try and make sure you're timing what you're, what are you trying to tell? What are you trying to capture? Yeah.
0: And you don't get that instant gratification either, Jeff, do you, you really do nah, have to wait until you get back to the, to the studio? I mean, what have you learned about photography through this experience? Do you think, you know, your own well, practice?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, when I started in 70, we were processing black and white and I did that for, you know, 15 years. Um, before we changed to colour and we got someone else to process it for us. And then we moved into digital. So I have a lot of experience of, 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 you know, handling negatives and processing and stuff. So that wasn't too bad. But, I mean, one of the issues with these big pieces of film is you get one touching another one and you've ruined both of them sort of thing. So there are all sorts of hiccups for trying to – I would presume I probably threw away 40% of everything I shot uh, for various reasons. So – yeah, it was it was a it was a lot of learning, and the other thing is that the, as the camera developed through, from 1900 to the the last camera I was using was built in the in the late 50s, um, there were different techniques, and so I had to remember which camera I had in my hand so that I could get what I was trying to get, and uh, often missed the shot because I hadn't done that first instead of that first. You know? <laughs> wow, but uh, it's a, a great pleasure it's been, and especially uh, getting to the stage where. Uh, the Maritime Museum has allowed me to get some space there and, and show off what I what I, my story. You know.
0: Well, could you describe? Yeah. We have got some images on our web page, Jeff. But could you describe perhaps a couple of the the images of which you were just most delighted when they were <laughs> you know when you were able to develop them?
1: They came out. Yeah, I suppose I, I really do enjoy the portrait I shot of uh, Peter Burling and Blair Tuke back in the 2019 World championships. So I walked up to them with this funny old camera and said, Do you mind ever take a picture? And in those days, the camera I had, I couldn't actually see to focus. I had to sort of zone focus three meters away from them uh, on my camera and you know sort of step back three paces and hope that I got them sharp. And I actually finished up with one of them very nicely sharp and the other one slightly out. But you know, it's just a it's just a nice natural Shot and just no background. This lens just throws everything out, and it's just it just makes them stand out because of that lens. And yeah, that was nice. But oh, look, oh, the whole the whole enjoyment. You know, the boats rushing past you, and you try to sort of um get a frame off when it looks its best. It was just terrific to be out there on the water for that week. It was such a dreadful lockdown year for us Aucklanders. But that sort of three-week period of, of the um, Prada Cup and then the America's Cup was just um, magic.
0: I was just thinking this in many ways is one of the ultimate challenges for any camera because you've got the speed of the boats and you've called your exhibition Light on the Water. You know, light and water, also really difficult yeah. beasts.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah, and and but I mean, I, the thing is, I didn't actually do a lot of sort of light reading because after after a career of photographing, I can look out the window of my house and tell you what I would shoot at. Um, you, you don't really need a light meter if you've been doing it all of your life. <laughs> um, you may want to do it on, on some odd lighting situations, but most of the time, you can you can tell what you want to shoot at and, and when and how you're going to get what you want. But yeah, it it was you know a thousandth of a second was as fast as these things go, which is still quite quick. But if you're shooting into the light, um, then you need need to sort of um, adjust things and put filters on and so on to try and cut down the light because that's probably not quite f- fast enough to stop things. So um, yeah, it's it it was a terrific time, and and I you know couldn't have had more fun than being, being there with all the best shooters uh, around the place, uh, covering you know, a real you know, cutting edge technology with this hundred year old camera.
0: I get a sense that you're not going to put it away. You're going to take it out and, and work more with it?
1: Yes, so oh, absolutely. I've, I've been working on a project where if you photograph a racing car, an open wheel racing car, the, the shutter creates an oval wheel. Um, because it shoots the bottom of the wheel first and the top of the wheel last as you sort of pan with the car, the car. And um, uh, I've been invited out to a thing out at Murawai Beach in December where they're celebrating 100 years of of racing on Miroi Beach. And I want to have this technique just so, so that I can capture some of those classic old racing cars and um, do it with a camera that's the same age as the car.
0: I love it. Yo, Mihi Nui photographer Jeff Dale, thank you so much. And Light on the Water is on at the New Zealand Maritime Museum at Auckland's Wired Harbour. It's glorious. Go and see it if you possibly can.